And then there were five. Harbor Beach knocked out of the postseason with a 50-35 loss to the Bad Axe Hatchets. It was tied 23-23 at halftime. And then the Pirates scored a total of 12 points in the second half as Bad Axe started to fire on all cylinders, came out of the zone defense and really wreaked havoc for the Pirates. We'll wrap that whole game up after this next one. We'll have an extended postgame show as we'll recap both games moving up forward here in just a moment. This second game broadcast of the night is being brought to you by Thumb Sailor, the talk of the thumb, Dia Services of Cass City, Kohler Propane, North Star Bank, McKenzie Jewelers of Maddox. If you don't know diamonds, know your jeweler. Countryside Transportation, More Shoreline of Seabwick, the Michigan High School Athletic Association, Tri-County Realty, Bayport State Bank, USA Schools, Think USA, and Sure Health. Better health, better life. Well, still Clark Ramsey and Mark Gain, fourth year from her Agri Valley Services courtside seats in Cass City, Michigan for District 96. Bad Axe victorious over the Harbor Beach Pirates, 50-35, a 15-point victory to start out the road to the Breslin Center. And now we shift our attention to the second game of the night between the Sandusky Wolves. I have yet screwed it up yet. It's only a matter of time against the USA Patriots. But first, some important business to take care of here, Mark. I had Bad Axe winning by 12 points. You had Bad Axe winning by 19 points. So that means I edged you out by a point. My this, math isn't very good. Yes, I, you I had four. It was four away. I had three away. I said 59-47. So you had 64-45. So that's how you beat me, right? Most accurate point differential. And then if there's a tie from there, then it's on the winning team's score accuracy. It's good to know after my prediction. Yes, yes, you know, yes. Thanks. A little home court advantage as, for you. As always, this is a fly-by-night operation. And uh, we just get through the season in whatever way, shape, or form we possibly can. And, I, you know, frankly, had you won, had you won both games, I would have given you that district tr- trophy here on our table. I would have took it home. Brett Ross, athletic director here, does, has done a great job in his first year here as athletic director for Cassidy. He, he's trusted us with the district trophy here. On Monday night already, so I think we should just take it home and, and keep it with us all week. Well, it's going to be here on Wednesday, so we might as well. Yeah, but exactly. I, would you feel more comfortable taking it home? Um, I mean, I could. I'm, my, my wife is not the biggest fan of trophies, per se. Uh, well, you are a trophy, right? Oh, yes. Yeah. This is very true. Oh, wow. <laughs> all right. Well, we have this recorded. We'll have to, I'll have to play that back for oh, her. Or on air again. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Next thing we'll be talking about your bleachers here again on air. But, hey, let's talk about this second game of tonight. And we'll jump right into the tail of the tape. If you you missed it, we had an extended pregame show which covered all four teams playing tonight. Now we're going to jump right into the tail of the tape. For reference, if you want to listen in on Wednesday, we start an hour before the first tip. So at 4.30 p.m., we'll be back on air on Wednesday. And maybe Mark Gainforth will get here before 4.26 p.m. That's my bad. <laughs> I had to give it to you. I had to give you a hard time at some point here about it. But, hey, as long as you're here before the first bet tone of our theme song goes off, I don't care. Okay. You're doing a great job. All right, thanks. Now let's talk about the tail of the tape. I've teased it enough here. USA has yet to win a game this season, making what we believe is the first winless regular season in school history. In fact, the Patriots have not won a game in 390 days, which is when USOA won their only game last season against Carroll in overtime, 50-46, back on February 9th of 2022. The Patriots nearly knocked off Millington last Thursday, but fell short by five points in overtime, a game they were leading with six seconds left by two points. 
Yeah, sometimes you just can't catch a break at the end of the game. And, you know, that would have been certainly a great win for USA after a long season. And coming into the district, uh, we'll see how they respond. I, I trust Coach Morton's going to have our guy, their guys playing hard. Very young team. And um, we'll see how it goes. I'm really excited about Sandusky and see what they have. Well, Sandusky's season started slow with four losses in their first five games, but then Brandon Gibord found the program's footing, and they've been rolling ever since. The Wolves have lost only once, or excuse me, lost three times since the start of the new year, 2023, Brown City twice, and Yale once. Otherwise, it's been 12 wins, good enough for second place in the Greer of the East. Yeah, they kind of snuck up on people, haven't they? Um, it's kind of a surprise maybe for some people the way they started the season the way they finished it but give give Sandusky a lot of credit you know new system new coach and um, there seems to be peaking at the same time again you know we talked about this earlier depends on who you play at the end of the year and who you're beating but they beat Lakers and handedly yeah you just roll, roll over we saw Lakers against Cass City here a week and a half ago and I was very impressed with Lakers and their size and um, it, it's obviously Sandusky shot well that game. We'll see if that continues tonight. Well, head-to-head -head offensively, Sandusky is favored despite having just the 10th best offense in the Greertham Conference, averaging 44.7 points per game. USA has the worst in the conference at just 35.2. Sandusky Wolves favored offensively by 9.5 points. Defensively, it's the best defense against the worst defense in the GTC. Sandusky with the best, allowing just 37 points per game, USA at 57. So defensively, it's Sandusky favored by 20 points. So by going by stats and stats alone, Sandusky is favored by 29 and a half points. Las Vegas has the Sandusky Wolves favored by 15 and a half points. Sandusky defeated USA back on January 6th this year, 50 to 38 at USA. Whoever wins will go on to play the number two seed of District 96 in the second game on Wednesday at approximately 7 p.m. against the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers. It's now time for the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap. If you're looking for the latest models from Chevrolet, look no further than the north end of Ubley at Thompson Chevrolet Find New Roads. Well, I'm now leading 4-2 to two with Las Vegas taking three, and you made a big deal about it, so you could go first. Well, I... You know, halfway through the tonight, I'm surprised by your arrogance a little bit. But <laughs> hey, well, I'm, I'm going to take the under. The no. arrogance is from beating Steve Bone because okay. he made a big deal about it. All right. He's like, oh, I'm just going to, I'm going to make a run for the districts, and I just, just clear him right out. Well, so he's, I'm, I'm, I'm not that good at this, but I'm going to take the under, and I got USA losing 34 to 49 to Sandusky. 34. To 49, so Sandusky by 15 points, and I'm taking Sandusky by 12 points, apparently, according to what I just scribbled down on my sheet. Well, you you got the score from the last game, so yes. you're trying to hit that. Yeah, I see yes. how, I'm, I'm yeah. trying to see how you work here. Okay. okay. That is my subconscious thoughts there that I didn't even realize, so yeah. thank you for noticing that. Yes, yeah, so that is the exact score from the last time. So Sandusky 50, USA 38 by 12 for the Wolves. I keep saying Sandusky Wolves, trying to get myself in a rhythm to remember what it is, and it's Sandusky Wolves. We'll screw it up at some point here. We've done, I mean, you've hit 1,000 1, so far, <laughs> but we're not in the heat of the battle yet. Exactly, so. exactly. Well, it's time for a short break. When we return, we'll have your starting lineups and much more right here on the WLW Sports Network because our second game of a doubleheader action in the first round of the MHSA tournament. It's Sandusky and USA going head-to-head.
Another beautiful rendition from sophomore from Kansas City, Casey Gray, with our national anthem. It's now time to meet your starting lineups in our second game of tonight's action between the Sandusky Wolves and the USA Patriots. Your away team tonight would technically be the Sandusky Wolves, coached by Brandon Geeport, first year of the helm. He's gone 14 and 7 over that time, replaced Tristan Pennington, who moved on to be the head coach at Marlette. Sandusky Wolves, six foot one senior, number zero, Barry Lester averages 3.1 points per game. Number three is six foot one senior, Kyle Gibord, averaging 6.8 points per game, second leading scorer, along with Caleb Menard, a five or number five, a senior, averages 6.8 as well. That's Menard. Number 23, a junior, Braden Bender, leading scorer for the Sandusky Wolves, averages 7.8 per game. And then the big man down low, Jackson Cartanis, a six foot two senior, number 32, averages 6.7 points per game. Nice distributed offense for the Sandusky Wolves. For the USA Patriots, coached by Craig Morton, his third year at the helm, going four in 50 over that time. Head coach since 2021, replaced Mark Gainforth at the helm. Your five stars tonight for the USA Patriots, Dirk Ryerson, a 5'11 senior, averages 3.6 points per game. Number 11, Brady Wiederhold, a junior, averaging 5.3 points per game. Number 12, Michael Jacobs, a, a senior. Number 23, averaging 4.9 per game. Landon Bursick, a sophomore, leading scorer on the team. Number 24, aver averages 8.3 per game. And then a freshman, Justin Jacobs, getting the start as well. Scrappy player, number 35, Justin Jacobs, averages four points per game. So as we are finding out, the PA announcement here going on. And Mark Gainforth, any initial thoughts for before we tip things off for game number two tonight? Okay, I'm going to see. I'd like to see how the game's going to start for both teams, obviously. And I, I, when you have no player on either team, and I'm not sure I've ever witnessed this or experienced that, that has ever scored in double point or double figures in the season. Uh, it's just a kind of a unique uh, situation. We gotta see if a guy will maybe step up and maybe a Berzik or Menard for uh, Sandusky to take over the game. Well, we know two of the three refs officials names, John <laughs> Forty and Tom Malu. I do not, I did not catch the third name yet tonight, but a classic for officiating crew here. 
With eight minutes are on the board, and we are ready to start out in game number two of District 96 in the opening round, and the tip is won by the black and red Sandusky wool uniforms. Into the hands of number 23, Braden Bender. Can't miss his shoes, lime green shoes. And the Cartanis in the corner, being guarded by Justin Jacobs. So swinging around the perimeter, into the corner, back to Bender. Into Cartanis, short corner, being guarded by Justin Jacobs, the freshman. Big man against big man, going to work. Kicks it back to the high post to number three, Kyle Gibor. Gibor takes the jump shot inside the lane. This one's no good. Rebound brought in by Michael Jacobs for USA. Here come the Patriots. Dirk Ryerson acting point guard. Gets the call from Craig Morton. Over to the right wing to Jacobs. That'd be Michael Jacobs. The senior Jacobs versus the freshman Justin Jacobs. Into the low post, Justin Jacobs back out to the top to Dirk Ryerson. Resets the offense. Michael Jacobs, right wing, extended back to Ryerson. Sandusky in the zone defense. Gets back to Michael Jacobs. And quickly into the hands of Wiederhold. Back to Jacobs. Over to the left wing to Berzik. And Ryerson resets the offense. No score yet. We played a minute 10. 0-0, zero zero, Sandusky and USA. Winner goes on to play Lakers on Wednesday in our second game. And there's a travel as the pivot foot for Michael Jacobs dragged across the court. First turnover tonight. Gives the ball back to Sandusky. Sandusky across midcourt. Bender to the top of the key to Barry Lester. Lester into the corner and it's tipped out of bounds by Brady Wiederhold. Sandusky ball in front of USA's bench, right side of your radio. Sandusky going left to right across your uniform, or radio. New uniforms for both squads here this year. Sandusky. Black uniforms, red stripes on the sides, red numbers, and it's stolen away by Wiederhold. Wiederhold goes up, can't get the layup to fall, though. Rebound brought in by Sandusky, and we have a jump ball possession arrow in favor of USA. It's a good hustle play there on defense as well as on the rebound. Keeps USA on offense. Substitution for the Patriots, Landon Russell, the 5'11 sophomore starting quarterback as well, checks in, replaces Michael Jacobs, the senior, averages 4.9, Russell at 4.0. Inbound immediately to Russell, top of the key. Against number three, Cal Keyboard into the corner to Burzik, and he can't hang on to it. Now he tracks it down. Burzik back out to the top to Ryerson. Ryerson looking to the bench for the call against Mender. Now back to Russell's hands, right wing extended. Still no score. He played nearly two minutes. Ryerson left wing against Mender. Top of the key. Bursick takes the three. It's up and it's off the mark. Rebound brought in by Sandusky. It's popped loose and it goes out of bounds. Sandusky ball. That was a nice little set. A screen and rescreen for Bursick. See if he can get himself going this, this, tonight. USA may be 0 21 in the season, but they certainly don't look like it so far. They're, they're, they've got the elements there. It's a young team putting this together here slowly. Over to the right wing to Bender. Into the Cartanis. Short corner against J Justin Jacobs. Back to Bender, back to Cartanis, on the baseline. Starts his dribble, double team comes down, turns to the basket, skip pass to the left wing. Into the hands of Menard, inside the lane, it's blocked away into the hands now of Ryerson. And the USA threw it out of bounds. As Set. expected, I think, you know, two teams, first game in the district, there's going to be some jitters, some turnovers, no, not a whole lot of flow yet in the game. Over the right wing. To Menard, down to Cartanis for Sandusky. Five and a half to play, still no score. Top of the key, Barry Lester takes the jump shot from the free throw line. That one is in for two points. And we have our first points of the night with 5.18 remaining. It's Sandusky two, USA nothing. 
Over the right wing to Ryerson. Against Bender. Half from a distance. Landon Russell, left wing extended. Back to Ryerson. Into the corner to Berzik. Berzik looks to the basket, now starts his dribble. Back to Russell, top of the key. USA feeds it back over to Berzik, takes the three. This one's long. And rebound ripped down, and we have a jump ball possession arrow. Sandusky. Another substitution for USA, perhaps the best hair in the Griffin Conference, number 23, Michael Jacobs. Flowing hair there. Looks like he should play hockey to Minnesota. 4.45 left in the first quarter. 2-0 Sandusky leading USA in the opening round of District 96. Bender into the corner to Lester. And it's stolen away by number 12. That would be Wiederholm. Takes the jump shot from the free throw line. In and out, no good. Justin Jacobs gets the rebound, put back, and he is hammered. And he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. That's two steals so far for Wiederholm. He's taking the cross-court pass and just reading it, taking it down court. So we'll for two, though, on those tries. So the freshman, Justin Jacobs, goes to the free throw line and swish on the first one. On the season, he's 23 of 47 now for just under 48%. So USA's on the board. And the second free throw is good as the first. So it's a tie ball game, 2-2. Two two. Between Sandusky and USA, Bender. Down to the corner to Lester. Lester starts his dribble against Bursick. Spins his way at the left block. Kicks back out to Cartanis. Wide open for three. It's up. It's good. Jackson Cartanis, the six foot two senior, drills a three pointer. Five to two. Sandusky leading USA. Patriots on offense. Michael Jacobs. Over to the right wing to Wiederhold. This one's no good. And an offensive rebound, though, brought in by the sophomore freshman, Justin Jacobs. Down the baseline, Bursick goes. This one's no good. And a rebound finally trapped down by Sandusky. 5-2, Wolves leading the Patriots. Bender at the right elbow. Skips it back out to Cartanis for another three. This one was ugly. But the putback is in for two points on the left block for Kyle Giebord. 7-2, Sandusky leads by five points. And Cartanis nearly stole the ball, but it goes out of bounds instead. Substitutions both sides for Sandusky. Brandon, Brendan Long, the senior, checks in. Mullet and all. See, I, li- I like his hair better. This is this yeah. is the all hair to game here, I got to tell you. I, I, I vaguely recall you had a very similar hairstyle back in the day, though. Mark, uh, give me a break, would you? <laughs> I don't remember that long ago. <laughs> That was not that long of hair long ago, I wasn't sure. As USA throws it out of bounds. Sandowski ball with a five-point lead, 7-2, and we have a timeout called by USA with 3.13 left in the third, first quarter. 7-2, Sandowski a 30-second timeout. Nine to six, it is Sandusky leading by three points as J- Justin Jacobs made a two-pointer there. As we're coming out of, t- out of commercial, you haven't missed anything since. Bursick at the right wing, top of the key to Wiederhold, takes the three. This one's short, long, or short and wide to the right, and Brendan Long brings in the rebound. 
Sandusky on offense, leading by three points, nine to six. And we have a push. And this will go against USA's number 12, Brady Wiederhold, his first. You feel like there's not much flow in this game so far? <laughs> Just a little bit. Bender goes down the baseline, kicks it out to no one except for a white jersey of Michael Jacobs. Nine to six, Sandusky leads by three and is stolen away by Sandusky. 30 seconds left and it's in transition. The basket is good for Sandusky's Caleb Menard. He is four and it's 11 to six, Sandusky by five points, 20 seconds left. In the th for the three, Berzik is no good. Long rebound though, nearly tracked down by Russell. Instead, it is Bender for Sandusky. Bender at the free throw line, retreats. Six seconds left, line shoes and all. Top of the key, takes the three, Bender is no good. Rebound brought in by Jacobs and we've reached the end of the first quarter with a five point lead in favor of the Sandusky Wolves on the WLW Sports Network, 11 to six, Sandusky over USA. Second quarter, USA comes out and turns it over, and then Jackson Cartanas turns it back over for the Wolves. That's four turnovers for Sandusky, five for USA, and just like that, 14 seconds later, USA is back on offense. Yeah, let's see if uh, we can get some stuff going offensive for both teams. Uh, struggling a little bit, turning the ball over, and finding their rhythm. Michael Jacobs back to Lane and Russell, top of the key against. Kyle Giebord into the corner to Bursick, down to the low post to Justin Jacobs, back out to Russell. USA getting good ball movement here. Trailing US, trailing Sandusky by five, 11 to six, 7.20 left in the first half. Michael Jacobs, top of the key, back to Russell. Russell looks to his left and passes to his right. Wiederhold, back to the hands of Michael Jacobs, with Russell in the corner. Skip pass to the right wing to Bursick, being guarded by Sandusky's Kelton Bukowski. Sandusky leads by five. Berzik at the right wing. Back up to Michael Jacobs. Pump fakes twice. Still has it. Now Wiederhold resets the offense. 6.45 left in the second quarter. 11-6 Sandusky leading USA. Sandusky the number one defense in all of the Greater Thumb Conference. Feeds it inside to Justin Jacobs. Fadeaway jump shot. No good. Does not have the touch. Rebound brought in by keyboard for Sandusky. Seven rebounds for Sandusky, six for USA so far in the night. Turnovers for USA five, Sandusky four. Top of the key to number 24, Kelton Bukowski, who has bright orange shoes. Goes down the left side of the lane. That would be Sandusky's Kyle Giborg. Can't get to fall, and rebound brought in by USA. Michael Jacobs, pump fakes, passes it off the face of Landon Russell, and he chases down to midcourt. 11-6. Sandusky still by five points. Into the hands of Landon Russell. Michael Jacobs, Brady Wiederhold inside to Justin Jacobs into the corner to Bursick. Bursick, one dribble against Brendan Long. Back up to the top of the key to Michael Jacobs. Bursick left wing. Double team comes out there. Left elbow to Wiederhold into the corner to Justin Jacobs. Back to Bursick. 
You'll see a heck of ball movement here to start the second quarter. Down inside, Bursick back out to Landon Russell, left wing, Brady Wiederhold left, he takes a three, and this one's good. Brady Wiederhold with five, brings USA back within two points, 11 to nine. Wiederhold's been very aggressive thus far in this game, and it's paid off for USA, and I don't know how many points he has, but he has most five. of them, yes. Five of the nine for USA. Cartanas gets the ball at midcourt. The biggest man on the court into the hands of Cal Keyboard. Brennan Long, Mullins and all. At the left wing, back to Gieboard in the corner. To Bukowski against Gieboard now at the right block. Puts it off the glass in for two points for Kyle Gieboard. He has four. 13 to nine, 4.55 left in the first half. Sandusky by four points over USA. USA trying to find some little magic in their season. Certainly love to knock off Sandusky and make it to the semifinals. For the first win of the season. Land Russell is the left wing. Dribbling around the perimeter over to Berzik, right wing. Being guarded by Sandusky's Caleb Menard, who had eight threes against Lakers just a few nights ago. As Russell tries to dive inside the lane, he's looking for a foul done. Colonel results in the sixth turnover for the Patriots tonight. Well, Russell had the right idea to try to collapse his own, to kick it out to somebody on the perimeter, but he just lost the handle of it. Cross midcourt, Kyle Gieboard quarterback for the Sandusky football team. Over to Cartanis into the corner to Bukowski. Brendan Long back to Cartanis. Say between the hair and the bright shoes of Sandusky, they've got quite the, quite the look going here tonight. Halfway through the second quarter, feeds it down inside, kicks it back out of the corner to Bukowski to Long, top of the key to Gieboard. Gieboard to Cartanis, right wing, flashes inside, Brendan Long, nice dive inside the lane, in for two points for the senior Long. 15 nice, to 9. That was a nice cut. A bit weak side for a layup. Wiederhold throws it up going down the baseline. He's bailed out with a foul. So he'll go to the free throw line for two shots. This foul will go against Sandusky's number one. That'd be Brendan Long, his first. And that's actually the first team foul for Sandusky as well. So Brady Wiederhold at the free throw line. He is a 52% free throw shooter on the season. 13 to 25, and misses the first one. Substitutions, Brendan Long sits down. Michael Jacobs sits down, replaced by number 11 for USA, Dirk Ryerson. Second free throw from the lefty is good for Wiederhold. He has six points of USA's 10. No full court pressure here by USA. 15 to 10, a five point lead for the Wolves of Sandusky. Cartanis at the right wing. Thought about taking the three, does not. Into the left corner to number five, Caleb Menard. Bukowski dribbles it back out to the left wing. Top of the key, keyboard dribbles to his right to Cartanis. Into the corner to Bender. This one's no good. And rebound tracked down by Landon Russell when all said and done. Russell trying to bring USA within one possession here. They trail by two possessions, 15 to 10 to Sandusky. Three minutes left in the second quarter. Russell telling everyone to clear out to Bursick, but it's tipped off the hands of Bender, and it will be USA ball. Substitution coming in for USA, number 23, Michael Jacobs, a senior, averaging 4.9 per game so far tonight, scoreless. Replaces Landon Russell, averages four points per game. 
A little bit of a taller lineup right now for the Patriots. With your home white uniforms, Patriots, Patriots in black letters across their chest in blue. Red numbers with a blue outline. A blue thick stripe with a red outline to stripe down the sides. And it's turned over into the hands of Sandusky. Cartanas to the left wing starts his dribble. Feeds it down underneath the defense into the hands of Bender. And it counts for two points. Braden Bender's first points. And we have a timeout called by Craig Morton and the Patriots as they trail Sandusky 17-10 with 2.28 left in the second quarter. Seventeen to ten, Sandusky leads by seven points. USA comes out of full timeout, and there's a three from Michael Jacobs, his first points of the night, and now it's seventeen to thirteen. I don't know if Coach Martin drew that up, but we got a three for that. <laughs> yeah. As Sandusky feeds it inside to Kyle Gibbard, he's fouled on his way up due to the free throw line for two shots. Foul will go against USA's Michael Jacobs, who just hit that three a moment ago. His first team second. So Kyle Gibbard at the free throw line, shooting two. He's a 55% free throw shooter in the season, 31 of 56 entering tonight, and this one rattles off the rim three times, no good. 17 to 13, 204 remaining. And the second free throw is good, it's now 18 to 13. USA on offense, trailing by five points, 18 to 13. Minute 50 left in the second quarter. Top of the key to Ryerson, takes the three left wing. This one is good. Ryerson's first points, and now it's a two-point ball game, 18 to 16, a minute 40 remaining. There's Cartanis, though, on the right wing. He responds with the Chelsea shot himself. Now 21 to 16, back to a five-point ball game when all said and done. 21-16, Sandusky by five, USA on offense. As suddenly it's raining threes here in the waiting moments of the second quarter. Michael Jacobs, right wing extended to Ryerson, top of the key. Weeder holds the high post, trying to flash, trying to get open. Now Bursic has it to the left wing, back into the hands of Ryerson. In the corner, Weeder dives inside the lane, back out to Bursic. Bursic finds his, weaves his way down the lane. This one's no good. A little short in a rebound, a rip down by Sandusky's Kelton Bukowski. Into the corner, Cartanis back up to the top to Caleb Menard. Quiet night for him, just four points in this, all in the first quarter. Kyle Keyboard feeds it inside at the left block, in for two. No, it's not. That was attempted by Kyle Bukowski, did not have the touch. USA brings the ball up. Ryerson directing traffic, trailing by five points. 30 seconds left here in the first half. 21 to 16. Inside to Justin Jacobs. Puts it off the glass without looking. This one's no good. And rebound Cal Gibbard. 16 seconds left. A lot of youth on this court right now for both teams. Cal Gibbard dribbles down the right side of the lane, and he traveled with it. Took three steps when two were allowed, and then gives the ball back to USA with 5.5 seconds left in this first half. Fifth turnover for Sandusky. So USA was seven of them. 
21 to 16. USA inbounding with a full court press in front of him. Into Bursick's hands. Four seconds left. Dribbling in midcourt. And checks this one up with time to spare and is brought in by Cartanis. And we've reached halftime with a five-point lead for the Sandusky Wolves over the USA Patriots on the W LW Sports Network. Listening to the WLLB Sports Network at the half. It is the USA Patriots trailing the Sandusky Wolves 21 to 16 by five points after 16 minutes of play. It's a bit of a sloppy, discombobulated first half between the two teams. It was 11 to 6, Sandusky by five at the end of the first quarter. And we actually had one tie. It was 2 to 2. Sandusky and the USA tied up. And then Sandusky pretty much has controlled tempos. USA showed glimpses in flashes of uh, togetherness, but every time Sandusky then comes back with an answer themselves. USA with seven total turnovers in this game. As they trail by five points, Sandusky with five turnovers. Sandusky is led by Jackson Cartanis, the big man, with six points on two three-pointers. For Cartanis, five points for Kyle Giebord, four points for Caleb Menard, and two points each for Barry Lester, Brennan Long, and Braden Bender. For the USA Patriots, they are led by Brady Wiederhold with six points on a two-pointer, a three-pointer, and one of two free throws. Four points for Justin Jacobs on one basket and two free throws. Then three points each for Dirk Ryerson and Michael Jacobs, both coming from beyond the arc. USA, three of four from the free throw line for 75%. Sandusky, one of two for 50%. Rebounding goes in favor of the Sandusky Wolves by one, 10 to nine over USA. And shooting in the first well, half. shooting... You know, surprisingly, USA's three for seven from the arc. And I, I was, we were commenting on the break on the Menard kid from Sandusky. He had eight threes against Lakers. Yes. And has yet to shoot a three. So that's a surprising stat that I, I didn't see that coming. Just trying to keep him off tape for the next I, game. Maybe. Maybe it's <laughs> against the, Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, against the team they just beat. They just beat. Yeah, you don't want to show them too much. No, guess, exactly. Right? Well, USA was 2 of 10 on the inside in that first half, 3 of 8 on the outside for a total of 5 of 18 for 27%. Sandusky was 42% on 8 of 19 overall, 6 of 12 inside for 50%, 2 of 7 on the outside beyond the arc for 28%. A fairly desolate gym, or at least a quiet gym. There's a good amount of people here, actually, but especially for a Monday night. Sandusky will be starting out on offense. Inbounding will be Barry Lester into the hands of Brayton Bender, their leading scorer on the season. Top of the key to high post to Cartanis against Justin Jacobs. Back into the corner goes Caleb Menard. And it's stolen away by Jacobs. Jacobs in transition. The layup cannot fall. And rebound brought in by Cartanis. Here comes Bender at the free throw line inside. Kicks it back out to Cartanis. He has two threes already in the night. Spins his way inside the lane for a big man in this short. And rebound brought in by Justin Jacobs. And we have a whistle on the rebound. And it goes against Sandusky's number five, Caleb Menard. His first, team's first as well, the second half. 
Sandusky with six turnovers. USA with seven. Dirk Ryerson, senior on this team, trying to muster their way to their first victory of the season. And there's Bursick to nail the three to start the score in the second half for the Patriots, bringing within two. 21 to 19, 7-12 remaining in the third quarter. Top of the key, Barry Lesser can't bring it in, and there's Bender to save it back into the hands of old Barry Lesser, the six-foot-one senior. Gibor dives inside the lane. The floater is too strong. Rebound Dirk Ryerson. USA showing some life here in the second half. Trying to tie this one up with a made basket. They trail Sandusky by just two points, 21 to 19. There's a three from Wiederhold. This one's no good. Long rebound, and it's last tipped by a black jersey. USA ball. Substitution for Sandusky. Kelton Bukowski, the senior, averages four points per game, replaces Barry Lester. The fellow senior averages 3.1. Into the hands of Dirk Ryerson on the inbound. 6.40 left in the third quarter. Bursick, who just hit a three a moment ago. Bursick on the season averages 1.13s per game. Just made his first one of the night just a moment ago. 21-19, Zanowski by two points. Bursick in the left wing, back in the hands of Ryerson. USA is able to pass around the perimeter. There's not a lot of ball pressure from Sandusky. They just kind of pack it in, and um, thus there's not a lot of shots taken. At the high post, Wiederhold down to the low post to Justin Jacobs, a freshman double team, comes in, kicks it back out to J Michael Jacobs at the right wing. Back in the hands of Ryerson. Wiederhold goes down the baseline. The floater is no good, and rebound, and a misdemeanor goes against Wiederhold as he went over top of Caleb Menard on the rebound. That's his second, team's first of the second half. And it will be Sandusky ball. Twenty-one to nineteen, Sandusky by two points. Give and go inside, Bender wide open in for two points for the Wolves. He has four points, quite nice so far for him. Twenty-three to nineteen, Sandusky by four. Bursick, right wing, over to the left wing to Ryerson, deeper into the corner to Wiederhold. Top of the key, Michael Jacobs to Ryerson, right wing against Bender. Looks to the basket, back up to Bursick, takes the three, top of the key, banks it home, in for three. Two threes in the second half for Landon Bursick. Used everything on the glass for that one. It's a one-point game, 23-22. to 22. Just like they drew it up, right? Left wing. To Menard, back up to Keyboard, top of the key against Michael Jacobs. 23 Sandusky, 22 USA. Underneath the defense is Bukowski, and he can't get to fall. Was too wide open, and rebound brought in by USA. Sandusky's starting to get some opportunities on the backdoor cuts and basket cuts. Um, just haven't been able to cash them in yet. USA causes a turnover as he goes between the legs of Justin Jacobs out of bounds. Landon Russell checks in, replaces Michael Jacobs over the right wing to Bowlesby. Bowlesby feeds it in the door to Benner, back to Bukowski, back to Andrew Bowlesby over the left wing. Jump stop inside, this one's way off the mark, airmailed from six or from four feet away, and rebound USA. Left wing, Justin Jacobs into the hands of Ryerson. Four and a half to play in the third quarter, 23 to 22, Sandusky by one point over USA. 
Patriots showing some life here in the second half. Bursick, all right, made two threes in the second half. Finger roll from left side is no good. Justin Jacobs gets the rebound, can't get the fall. And on the second put back, he is fouled, and Justin Jacobs will go to the free throw line for two shots. Foul goes against Braden Bender, his first team second. Again, the dribble drive has allowed uh, Sandusky to collapse their defense. And then offensively, then uh, Jacobs just attacked the glass on that possession. Ball goes against Kelton Bukowski, actually, his first. And the first free throw, flat and short off the front of the iron. So 4-10 remaining. Justin Jacobs trying to tie this ball game up at 23 apiece. Free throws up, and it's good. We are tied at 23. Second tie of this ball game. First one came 2-2. Two to two. Now 23-23. to 23. 4.05 left in the third. Inside to Bullsby. Against Justin Jacobs. Back out to the top to Bender. To the right wing, Kyle Keyboard against Russell. Bullsby into the corner to Bender. Bender starts his dribble. Kicks it to the high post. For the three from Bullsby. In and out, no good. And rebound brought down by three white jerseys of USA. Trying to take the first lead of the game here for the Patriots. Dirk Ryerson across midcourt, left right across the radio, home white uniforms in Cassidy. Russell to Bursick, right wing, dribbles his way inside the lane, puts it up, off, and he have a whistle, and this is going to result in two free throws for Bursick. Foul goes against Sandusky's Caleb Bernard, his second, team's third, and Bursick could put USA up for the first time tonight. It's a nice drive by Bursick, attacking a seam. Creating a foul. Berzik is 23-35 of the season for 65%. And USA has their first lead of the night, 24-23. It's a 5-0 run at the moment. Second free throw as good as the first. And USA leads by two points, 25-23. Top of the key, Bender, and it's nearly stolen by Russell. Keyboard has it at the right wing. Back to Bender inside the paint. Against Justin Jacobs, nearly swatted away. Bukowski has to track it down to the left wing. Top of the key, Bender. 25 for USA, 23 for Sandusky. Three minutes left in the third quarter. Bolsby back to the hands of Keyboard. Gets a screen from Bolsby. Dives down the left side of the lane. Puts it off the glass, and it falls in for two. We're tied once again. 25 to 25, we've got ourselves a barn burner, folks. Three minutes left in the third quarter. We are tied. And we have a whistle away from the ball. And this is going to be an offensive foul on the clear moving screen. And it will be called against Justin Jacobs, his first team second. Number 23, Braden Bender had that last shot for Sandusky, right? Down here. Number three. Number three, Kahal yes. Gibor. Yes, that's, what, that's who it was. Knew it didn't sound right. This time, Bender goes downside the lane, and this one falls in for two. I was just a little telepathic there. So, Sandusky back on top, 27 to 25. You're awfully good, Clark. <laughs> USA feeds it inside to Justin Jacobs. The nice, nice little move there on the finger roll to the left side. And we're tied back up once again, 27 to 27. 208 remains in the third quarter. Bender 
to Cartanis, top of the key, back over to the left wing. New man in there, that'd be Carson Shampo. Down to Braden Bender. Blinding shoes at the left block. Loses the handle on it, kicks it back out to the corner to Kyle Giebord. Giebord back up to Shampo. Shampo to Bender. Brent Long also in the action. Right elbow to Cartanis, right back to Bender. Bender thought about taking three and set dives down the lane. And we have a whistle, and it's going to be a foul before the shot. It's going to be a hand check called against USA's white number 11. That would be Dirk Ryerson's first. Team's third. We're tying at 27. Minute 40 left in the third quarter. Sanowski led by five at the half. Cartanis at the left wing. Back into the hands of Bender's hands. Gets a screen from Cartanis against Mersic. Top of the key, Braden, Brendan Long to Shampo. To Cal Giborg working their way around the perimeter. Carson Shampo to high post to Cartanis. Turns to the basket, starts his dribble, kicks it back out to Shampo. Shampo in trouble. Back to Cartanis, right wing into the corner. Wide open, Braden Bender for three. This one's good. Braden Bender. Having a big quarter. He has seven this quarter, nine in the night. Sandusky 30, USA 27. Minute five remains in the, sec- in the third quarter. Inside to Justin Jacobs. Back out to Landon Russell. Russell feeds it into the corner to Wiederhold. Goes down the baseline, and we have a whistle. It's going to be a block called against Sandusky. Number 11, Carson Shampo, his first, the junior. Averages two points per game. Pick up the foul. His first, team's fourth. Both teams are determined to get the ball in the lane, and and I think it bodes well for both teams offensively. Dirk Ryerson will inbound for USA underneath their own basket. Right side of the radio, and the SA inbound, and there's a five-second violation. Held on to it for just a little bit too long as Bursic just got a breather and literally one breath, and he's back into the ballgame here. 55 seconds left in the third quarter. Sandusky 30, USA 27. It's been a little bit of a chess match here so far between two coaches who have identical haircuts. 30 to 27. Sandusky on offense with a three-point lead. And it's nearly stolen by Landon Russell, but Giebord saves it. Over to left wing to Cartanis against Justin Jacobs. Braden Bender wide open in the left corner. This one's no good. Giebord with the offense aboard. Top of the key, Cartanis. He takes a three. This one's short. And rebound brought in by Brendan Long. And then Long, or the Bender's hands goes down the baseline. Nothing there. Brendan Long takes a three in the corner. It's up. It's no good. And finally tracked down by Michael Jacobs. USA escaped a bullet there. Three offensive rebounds. Seven seconds left. USA trying to tie this one. If not, gets two more points. Landon Russell with a fadeaway jump shot. No good. And there is a foul on the putback. Justin Jacobs was bringing it down. They're saying no. They're saying it was the foul was on the catch. The fadeaway was no good. Justin Jacobs brought in the rebound. Offensive board. It was fouled immediately with a half a second left here in the third quarter. So Wiederhold sits down. Ryerson checks in. 30-27. to 27. So you can technically take possession of this ball before it. In the inbound, they can't get to fall as they got a perfect shot off. Off the glass, didn't have the touch. And so at the end of the third quarter, it's a three-point ball game. Sandowski 30, USA 27 on the WLW Sports Network.
And the fourth quarter begins with a three-point ball game. Sandusky leading by three, 30-27 to 27 over USA. USA starts out on offense. Justin Jacobs, the freshman, with it over to Berzik. At the left wing, the sophomore. Give and go back to Jacobs inside. This one's blocked away by Bender right in the hands of Landon Russell. And up, or USA with 17 rebounds of the night. We have a whistle as Landon Russell was diving inside the lane. Looks like this is going to be before the shot. Follow will go against Sandusky's Cal Keyboard. His first team's sixth. So Dirk Ryers on limp out. Into Landon Russell's hands at the left elbow. Dribbling against Keyboard, and Keyboard nearly steals it. And we have a whistle, and this is going to be a jump ball possession arrow in favor of the Wolves. This is the second time they tried to isolate Russell in the out-of-bounds play and clear out the, the strong side, and this time he turned it over. Or the left wing as USA feeds it, or tried to steal Landon Russell's instead of calling for the foul as they try to feed over to Cal Keyboard. That will be Landon Russell's first foul this game. And teams fourth. So he sits down. Wiederhold checks in. So other for Sandusky right now, we have Gibord, Long, Cartanis, number five, that would be Menard, and Bender. Bender dives inside the lane, cannot fall. Rebound brought in by Justin Jacobs, the freshman. 30-27, to 27, Sandusky by three points, still over USA. Six minutes, 55 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Dirk Ryerson to Berzig, top of the key. Against Menard, dives down the left side of the lane. The finger rolls up, and we have a foul. And it's going to be an offensive foul as Brendan Long was camped out inside the lane. I'm not sure I agree with that call. I thought it was a nice move by Berzik, and the defender moved in underneath him. Well, when you look like Rambo, though, you get the, yeah, the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So foul will go against Berzik, his first team's fifth. Sandowski back on offense. Brendan Long over to... Bender for the three left wing. This one's short. Rebound brought in by Wiederhold for USA. 18 rebounds for the Patriots. 15 for Sandusky. Top of the key. Bursick dribbling. Back in the hands of Michael Jacobs. Against Long. Over to the left wing to Wiederhold. Against Skiboard. Inside. He loses a handle on it. And somehow Bursick ends up with it. He takes a three right wing. This one's no good. And Brendan Long with the rebound. Long in transition. And nice off-balance move for the senior. He has four points, and it's now a five-point lead, 32-27. to 27. It's a 5-0 run for Sandusky with a five-point lead. Top of the key, Bursic against Menard. Back to the top, and we have a foul and a push as Bender knocked Justin Jacobs down. That is one and one. The remaining 5 minutes and 47 seconds of this ball game, USA will have at least one free throw coming per foul. USA has one more foul to give before free throws. It's usually a good thing you get into a one-on-one with almost six minutes left in the fourth. I'm not sure USA is a very good shooting free throw team, but we got Jacobs, the freshman, at the line. We'll see what he can do. They are 50% as a team, 108 and 216 entering tonight. The first free throw is good. I jinxed him the right way. <laughs> a little bit of Mark Gainforth magic still left in that bag. Not eight points for Justin Jacobs. Second free throw as good as the first. 
So it's a three-point ball game once again. 32 to 29, Sandusky by three points. Over to the left wing, wide open, Lester to keyboard left wing, top of the key, over to long right wing. Pivoting, now starts his pass, over to the top of the key to keyboard against Russell. Into the corner, Barry Lester. Brendan Long, excuse me, Brendan, Braden Bender. Too many close names on this team. Cal Gibor goes down the left side of the lane. Fadeaway jump shot, no good from the left block. This one's no good. And last touched by Barry Lester out of bounds. USA trails by three points. They have the ball 90 feet from their own hoop. Left side of radio moving to the right. 5.18 left for the fourth. Raucous crowd here in the second game. Dirk Ryerson feeds it inside to Justin Jacobs, fading away. Jump shot, no good. Off the back of the iron, rebound brought in by Sandusky. Into the corner, going down the baseline. Bernard, and he is fouled, and he makes it count and one. Foul go against USA's number 11, Dirk Ryerson, his second, team sixth. Old-fashioned three-point play coming here for Menard. 34-29 as it stands right now with one free throw upcoming. And it's no good. And rebound brought in by Justin Jacobs. And we have a timeout called by USA with 4.50 left in the fourth quarter. 34-29, Sandusky by five. Berzik's going to get this one. 34-29, 5-point lead for Sandusky. Here comes the screen, the screener, I think. USA coming out. Coming over out, here. Full timeout. Dirk Ryerson dribbling around the perimeter, trying to get in the hands of Berzik. Now there it is, as Mark Gainforth called it. Inside, the jump shot's off the mark, and rebound brought in by Cartanis for Sandusky. Still a 5-point lead for the Wolves over the Patriots. 34-29, 4-18 left in the fourth quarter. Cartanis to Long, over to the right wing to Gibord. Gibord against Russell, the other number three out there. Back to Cartanis, back to Gibord. Top of the key, Menard over to Bender, lime shoes and all. Left wing, or left block, this one's shot from Gibord is blocked in the hands of USA. Trying to cut down this five-point deficit. They lost to Sandusky on January 6th by 12 points, 50 to 38. Right now it's a five-point game and a much lower scoring affair. 34 to 29. Winner goes on to play Lakers on Wednesday in the second half, second game of our doubleheader action from District 96, hosted by Cass City. Cass City will play Badax in the game number one. Mercik inside the lane, and there's going to be another offensive foul as Brendan Long was camped out inside the lane. Mercik's got to pull up there and shoot a, shot, a jump shot there um, instead of trying to take to the hole. They were waiting for him. Now we'll see if Sandusky tries something on the weak side, dives. Second personal against Bursick, and a second offensive drawn by Brendan Long. 34-29, three minutes and 20 seconds left in the fourth, and we have a whistle on the Cal Gibor going down the right side of the lane, chucked it up, and he's credited for two shots coming up here. As the foul goes against Landon Russell at his second team's eighth. So Gibor... One for two from the free throw line tonight. And a season of 55% free throw shooter. 
Free throw is up as the gym goes silent, and it's good. Pushes the lead out to six now. Michael Jacobs checks in, replaces Brady Wiederhold. Are you surprised by the score, Clark? Yes and no, I guess. Uh, it's knowing the struggles from, uh, frankly, both teams were. Sandusky, they have the best defense in the, in the conference. Second free throw is good. Makes it 36-29. Best defense, but only the 10th best offense. USA at the bottom of both uh, divisions there. So I guess I'm not really surprised. I was expecting more, I guess, based off of the Millington game for USA as well as the Lakers game for Sandusky. The three from Justin Jacobs, no good. Rebound brought in by Bender. But aside from that, it's been an entertaining game as Sandusky's Bender just traveled with it. Yeah, it's been a very competitive game on both sides of the floor. I, I'm just wondering where USA is going to get their points from with three minutes to go in the game. For instance, that is the largest lead right now for Sandusky at seven points. USA on offense. Justin Jacobs against Cartanis. Back to Bursic against Menard. Michael Jacobs against Long. Down the right side of the lane into the hands of Justin Jacobs. Dirk Ryerson resets the offense. Michael Jacobs right wing. Back to Ryerson to left wing Bursic. Into the corner to Russell. Gets a screen from Bursic. Dribbling around the perimeter, skip pass to the right wing. Justin Jacobs against Cartanis. In the corner, Ryerson for three. Yes! Ryerson nails it. That's his second three of the night. And we have another timeout called by USA with 2.19 left in the fourth. 36-32, Sandowski by four. Meanwhile, back in the ranch, our laptop survives a dead-on shot. Smack down the right down the middle. 2.11 left. Did you good. see the reaction there, though? That was good. That was only about six feet off. Yeah, USA forces a turnover and wrecks a piece of equipment here. <laughs> on the well, the last time when we were in Brown City, we lost our whole table, so I'll, I'll take the the radio station-owned laptop. They're going to set up a three or try to set up a three for Berzik here. Defended well by Sandusky. Sandusky leads by four points, 36-32, a minute 50 left in regulation. USA on offense. Berzik gets the pass, goes down the left side of the lane, bend to Justin Jacobs' hand, short corner. Back out to Ryerson. He dives inside the lane, puts it off. This Ooh. one's too strong, and rebound contested, but brought down by Sandusky. Cross midcourt, Cal Keyboard against Landon Russell. He dives, kicks it out, and Landon Russell nearly steals it, but goes out of bounds first. 89 seconds left in regulation. USA by four points, or excuse me, Sandusky by four points, 36 to 32 over USA. Brady Wiederhold checks in, replaces Michael Jacobs. So there are four Sandusky right now. We have Long, Menard, Cartanis, Gibord, and Bender. Menard gets the inbound, takes the three immediately. This one's no good. Justin Jacobs tracks down the rebound for USA. Still a four-point ball game, 36-32. In the hands of Russell. Bursick, top of the key. At the free throw line, jump shot. This one's high off the glass. It's in for two. Bursick with 10. It's a two-point ball game, 36-34. One minute, five seconds left, and we have a timeout called by Sandusky 
with 101 remaining in the fourth quarter. Sandusky 36, USA 34. Sandusky coming out of a full timeout. They lead by two points with less than a minute to play. USA showing some pressure here. Keyboard has it at the right wing. Both teams in single bonus situations. Keyboard dribbling against Russell. Over to the left wing to Menard. Menard dives inside the left elbow, and we have a whistle and a reach, and this will put Menard to the free throw line for one and one. Foul will go against Berzig. That is his third team's ninth. So the rest of the way out, a double bonus situation. And with both teams shooting 50, about 50 to 55 percent from free throw line, this is not a bad move on USA's part. Menard, a 53.8 percent free throw shooter, he's only attempted 26 total this season. He's made 14 of them, and he makes that one. So he gets a second. He has seven points in the night. Second free throw is no good. Rebound brought down by Justin Jacobs. One possession game. 37 to 34. Inside to Bursic off the glass. No good. Justin Jacobs cleans up the board. We have a one-point game. Justin Jacobs now with 11. 37 to 36 with 27 seconds left in regulation. All right, we'll stick with you here the rest of the way out. Mark Gainforth, what is Craig Morton setting up for the USA Patriots? Well, what he did last possession offensively was try to get the ball in Berzik's hand. They ran a nice weak side screen, and um, Jacobs cleaned up on the rebound on, uh, defensively here. It's going to be interesting to see again. If I'm sure they're going to try for one steal coming out. If they don't get that steal, don't be surprised they foul and put Sandusky back on the free throw line. 37 to 36. Sandusky by one point. Sandusky will get the ball coming out of this timeout called by USA. As USA is yeah, out of timeouts. Yeah. Must have missed one somewhere in here. So, 27 seconds left. Sandusky 37, USA 36. Winner goes on to play the Lakers, the number two seed in District 96 on Wednesday at approximately 7 p.m. in our second game of the doubleheader. USA defending, getting to Cartanis across midcourt. And now into the hands of Bender, over to Gibord. Gibord, and there's the foul, as Dirk Ryerson commits his third personal and team's 10th, so this puts Yeebor to the free throw line, shooting two. He is three of four from the free throw line tonight. If he makes both, it's still a one-possession game. 18 seconds remain. Looks like it's one and one. It's two now, yes. Don't. The, don't. The, the <laughs> official close to us was pointing one and one. I, I trust the officials on this. Okay. It's like you're doing penance for all of your years as a head coach, siding with the officials. The first free throw is good from Kyle Keyboard. I don't Keyboard. have enough games and years to <laughs> do that. 38-36, second free throws. It hangs yeah. on there, and it's good. 
39 to 36 is a three-point ball game. With no timeouts, coach is going to set up a quick hitter here for Berzik. And it's nearly, and it is stolen away as Bender has it. They try to feed it to the top and nothing there. And there's the foul as Ryerson draws the foul. 11th team foul and will walk the length of the court and put Giebord back to the free throw line for Sandusky. Trying to assault this one away with trying to make this a two possession game with 4.7 seconds left. Coach Morton probably would have liked one of those timeouts. I think there. so. Free throws, good. Off balance, but good. 40 to 36. Four point lead. Now a five point lead. 41 to 36. Sandusky on top. USA inbounds to Justin Jacobs. Takes the NBA three right wing. No good. Time expires and Sandusky survives. And the season is over for the USA Patriots. Sandusky advances to take on the Elton Pigeon Bayport Lakers on Wednesday. Defeating USA 41-36 in the opening round of District 96 of the MHSA Tournament. Hang tight, folks. We'll have a long post-game show here for you as we'll recap both the first game between Banax and Harbor Beach as well as the second one we just wrapped up between USA and Sandusky. Sandusky wins over USA 41-36. Final score in our second game tonight. Sandusky 41, USA 36. And now the district semifinals of District 96 hosted by Cass City is set. In game number one on Wednesday, we will have the Bad Axe Hatchets taking on the hosts, the number one seed of the Cass City Red Hawks. That game will begin at 5.30. Coverage will start at 4.30. And then the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers will take on the Sandusky Wolves at approximately 7 p.m. in our second game on Wednesday. We will break down the entire Sandusky USA game in just a moment. But first, we want to rewind the clock about an hour and a half, two hours ago, to our first game that we never got to recap and kind of put the final nail in the coffin for the Banax and Harbor Beach game. Let's take you through that. At the end of the first quarter, Banax was leading the Harbor Beach Pirates 12-8. to in the second quarter, though, Harbor Beach outscores Bad Axe 15 to 11 to tie it at halftime at 23 to 23. Third quarter went all hatchets, outscoring the Harbor Beach Pirates 17 to 5. They switched to a zone defense. Harbor Beach then commits eight turnovers in that quarter alone, 12 on the night, none in the fourth quarter. So Harbor Beach had eight of their 12 turnovers all committed in the third quarter. In the fourth quarter, Bad Axe outscores Harbor Beach 10 to 7 going from a 12-point lead at the end of the third quarter to a 15-point lead as time expired. The Bad Axe Hatchets were led by Jake McPhee with 14 points. He had four in the first half, 10 in the second half, including two of three from the free throw line for the night. Everything else inside for the big man. Chase Walker with 11 points, the senior. 
All uh, he had three threes and a basket, all in the first three quarters. Keaton Brown nine points, uh, three baskets, and then three for four from the free throw line. Seven points for Griffin Meinhold all in the second half. Two transition buckets in the third quarter, and then a three pointer in the fourth quarter. And Michael Jansen with two three pointers, both in the first half, for a total of six points. Maddox Hatchets were 5 of 7 from the free throw line on the night for 71%. They had six turnovers, which was uh, six less than the Harbor Beach Pirates. And they were out rebounded, though, 27 to 22 over the Pirates. For Harbor Beach, they were led by, well, no surprise here, Benson Harper with 11 points. He had four baskets and then was three of four from the free throw line. No points, though, in the fourth quarter. No made baskets in the second half. Just that one made free throw in the third quarter. Ten points for Jace Knoblock, playing his last minutes as a pirate on the basketball court with ten points on five baskets coming in the first three quarters for him. Seth Nowiski, the junior, with six points on two baskets and two of three from the free throw line. And then three points for Dustin Emmerich, who made three in the fourth quarter. And then two points each for Kyle Lesperance and Andrew Weber. And one point for Jack Bisher on one of two from the free throw line. Harbor Beach has a team, 8 of 11 for the free throw line for 72%, compared to Banax's 71%. Out-rebounded Banax by 2, 27 to 25, but had six more, double the amount of turnovers, 12 to 6 in uh, compared to the Banax Hatchets. And shooting, well, that was Harbor Beach uh, with 30%, Banax at 38%. Banax was 12 of 29 from the inside, 7 of 21 from the outside, 19 of 50 on the, on the night for 38%. And the You can go talk to him if you'd like for a second. I'll, I'll keep going here if you'd like. Just keep them away from me. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, I got keep you. Keep the here. fans yeah, away. We've got to build a perimeter around us here. They took the bench and everything else away from us here. As the Harbor Beach Pirates uh, were 12 of 28 from the inside for 42%, 1 of 15 from the outside. For 6%, Dustin Emmerich made the only three-pointer for the Harbor Beach Pirates in the waning moments of that ballgame and ended up 13 of 43 for 30% on the night. So, Mark Caneforth, we'll put you back to work here for a second. As uh, <laughs> what, was, uh, what were your thoughts there from the Bad Axe and Harbor Beach game, which seems like an eternity ago, but Bad Axe wins by 15 points to bunch their tickets to the semifinals to take on Cass City? It was a tale of two halves, really. I I was surprised the zone took um, Harper out of the game as much as it did. I mean, he controlled that first half offensively for Harper Beach. She did a very nice job of making everybody around him better. And by going to zone, Baddock's kind of made somebody else be that person, and they just didn't have the offense to do it. So what are they going to have to do better on Wednesday as they face off with Cass City, a team they split with in the regular season? Well, you know, they'll play around a little bit with their offense and defenses a little bit, I'm sure. You know, their defense was better in the second half going zone. I'm not sure that's the key against Cass City, although that's what Lakers did. Um, True. Very effectively uh, a week ago on Friday. But Lakers is a much taller team. So, you know, saying that um, – Cass City, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like Temple is not going to be an issue in that game, but I thought it was a half-court game where Bad X tonight probably could have extended the floor and had more success. But maybe, maybe thinking they got a game on Wednesday, 
you spend a lot of energy in a Monday and you come out on Wednesday, uh, maybe that would that played in their minds of playing half court. Only time will tell, and of course that game for the Bad Axe Hatch is the first game on Wednesday against Cass City at 5.30 tip-off, 4.30 coverage. It's time for a short break. When we return, we'll take a look at our second game between Sandusky and USA, the game that just wrapped up a few moments ago as Sandusky wins 41-36 to over the Patriots to advance to the district semifinals. Hang tight. We'll be back in about five minutes. And we found ourselves at the end of the first night of the MHSA tournament in District 96, hosted by Cass City High School. And we're down to the final four teams. We start out the night with six teams. Harbor Beach and USA seasons have concluded. USA, unfortunately, winless. 0 22 on the season. Harbor Beach finishes 7 12 on the year. And let's talk about that second game, the Sandusky Wolves and the USA Patriots. Went head-to-head, and it was actually a back-and-forth ball game. It was 2-2, two to two, and then Sandusky, they exchanged baskets pretty much the rest of the way out at the end of the first quarter. It was 11-6 to six in favor of the Wolves. In the second quarter, Sandusky outs, actually in USA both scored 10 points to keep it at a five-point game at halftime, 21-16 to 16 in favor of the Wolves at halftime. That's Sandusky, if you do not are unfamiliar with the Wolves' new mascot. In the second half, though, USA actually outscores Sandusky 11-9, to 9, and we had two ties and two lead changes in that third quarter. Uh, back and forth in Sandusky, or USA actually took the lead 25-23 to 23 with three and a half to play in the third quarter before Sandusky came back and was leading at the end of the third quarter, 30-27 to 27 over USA. And then the fourth quarter, tightly contested as well, is actually right down to the bitter end. It was uh, 36-29 to 29 Sandusky by seven before USA put together a 5-0 run to make it 36-34, to 34, then it was 37-34, 37-36 with 27 seconds left. A one-point game before Sandusky tacks on four more points to win by five points, 41-36, to outscoring USA 11-9 in the fourth quarter. Sandusky was led by Kyle Giebord with 13 points, Braden Bender with nine, seven points for Caleb Menard, and six points for Jackson Cartanis, four points for Brendan Long, and two points for Barry Lester. As a team, Sandusky was 8 of 11 for 72% from the free throw line, USA, was 25, or excuse me, 8 of 10 for 80%, and was led by the freshman, Justin Jacobs, with 11 points, 10 points for Landon Bursick, and 6 points each for Dirk Ryerson and Brady Wiederhold, and 3 points for Michael Jacobs. Turnovers, USA with 10 of them, Sandusky with 7. Rebounds, one in favor of USA, 25 to 19 over Sandusky. And Sandusky's largest lead at 7. They won by 5 when all said and done. And now advanced to take on the Elkton Pigeon Bayport Lakers on Wednesday. Yeah, really, it was a clean game. There's limited turnovers. I just think at the end of the game, both teams don't have many options to go to. No. And, uh, you know, when you, you have limited options, you just roll with the dice, hope somebody can step up and make a shot. When you take a look at shooting on the night, Sandusky was 31% overall, 14 of 44. USA was 27%, 11 of 40. 
So inside USA, 5 of 24 for 20%. Outside, 6 of 16 for 37%. Sandusky inside, 11 of 25 for 44%. Three-point was 3 of 19 for the Wolves for 15% overall. So now taking a look at Wednesday's action. We'll, of course, be back on air at 4.30 p.m., an hour before the first game tips off between Bad Axe and Cass City. Should be a great crowd out for that one. And then the Lakers and Sandusky in the second game. Mark Gainforth, what do you expect to see on Wednesday? It'll be interesting, first off, to see how Sandusky and Lakers match up uh, after their last time that they played. I'd be surprised we see the same or see the same outcome coming on Wednesday. I, I I'm still kind of shocked by that score at Sandusky um, winning by 18 points. But, you know, if you get hot on the three-point line, anything happens. And in March, obviously, anything can happen in the district play. So I, I'm i really um, intrigued by that game. Should be good. I mean, if, to play a team so quickly back-to-back, it, it certainly is always going to be. I mean, they just played on March 2nd. Today's the 6th. And they're right. going to play a, a week later. On Wednesday, so I mean it's going to be uh, less than a week, and six days later, so it's going to be hopping a skip, and then Lakers and St. Usk even facing off again, which should be for a, a great game. It's it will see what all all comes out. It's whether it's St. Usk feeling some energy. They they survived USA. Now they just need to survive in advance. That's the name of the game, especially in the postseason. And you'll never know what happens. Of course, Lakers the number two seed in District 96, Cass City the number one seed, taking on Bad Axe. And this is where that roundhouse, uh, round robin of roundhouse punches we saw in the Greer of the West all season long, it's all coming to fruition here in District 96. Yeah, Sandusky winning, I mean, you don't come away in March with any style points. You just win and move on. I, I'm sure they'll move on from the game tonight. I, and I don't know if they played down the competition a little bit. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. They certainly found another gear against Lakers the night or last Friday or Thursday when they played. And then Bad X, Cass City, boy, can you predict that one? Uh, Not right now. I mean, then again, that actually required me to actually take some time in my predictions. But uh, I pulled two wins tonight out of uh, the Thompson Chevrolet Super Cruise Roadmap tonight. So I lead 5-3-2. to to But um, that Bad X, Cass City game, so you think about it. The first game, Bad X came in here. That was our first broadcast of the season, and they won by nine points. I think it was 50-41 to or 40-31. to I can't remember what it was. And then the second game, I guess I have that right here. It was 50-41, to 41, yeah. In the second game, Bad Axe was leading quite dramatically, and then Cass City came back in a flurry, and then Carter Patrick with that backdoor cut with two seconds left puts the basket up for the, re, uh, the, the layup to put Cass City up by two points, and that's the ball game. Yeah, and I, did that cost Bad Axe the league title, or at least to share that one play, a backdoor cut? And I'm sure that's on the minds of the Bad Axe hatchets and – you know, that's a little fuel to the fire coming in here on Wednesday. And Cassidy, again, playing at home at the pit, should be an advantage. Um, but, you know, again, we were kind of surprised the last time we were here. That's true. Yeah, but that's when the, the kind of the storyline this entire broadcast season was, we're not, for the first time in a while, we're not quite sure who is the favorite. At this point, you know, no offense to Sandusky or whatever, but we have three teams that could win it between Bannax, Cassidy, and Lakers. And Sandusky very well would love to play the upset and play the spoiler for anyone else in here as well and find themselves playing on Friday as well. You know, see what Vegas' odds are in that game coming in. <laughs> I, I I, wouldn't know how to 
figure out that uh, game from, you know, I, from a coaching standpoint, you know, the, the IQ or the eye test, you know, just Lakers is so much more physical and dominating on that, in that regard. And uh, I, I wish I have a tape, would, would have had a tape on the Sandusky Laker game, but I'm sure Lakers have looked at it a number of times <laughs> and, and uh, you know, Sandusky probably just wants to copy what they did a week ago. Yeah, well, it was Menard with eight threes in that ball yeah, game. So he, he shot one three tonight, and that was on a baseline out of bounds play. So I don't know if that was just his night. I, he does make more threes than anybody on the team. He just didn't shoot him tonight. Well, you know, when you, no one to hold him, no one to fold him. I guess this is the name of the game with uh, Mr. Kenny Rogers. But final thoughts here, Mark Gainforth, as he survived your first doubleheader game in broadcast. Well, I'm a little fatigued. As am I, I you know. as he should be, <laughs> as he should be. Um, I just see, think there's going to be a lot more energy Wednesday night oh, with there, these teams. I, I hope so, yes. Well, I, I just I just think the place will be packed. I think, uh, you know, there, a couple teams doesn't really like each other. And uh, when you go at it in March, you mean everybody has a little more energy. Their adrenaline's flowing a little bit more. And I expect some really good basketball on Wednesday night. Should be great. Should be great. Well, Mark Gainforth, great job tonight. No matter what you think, yeah, I think you uh, you certainly pass with flying colors once again. Well, thank you. But, I again, I'll disagree with you. <laughs> well, I'll see you back at 4.30 on Wednesday as we start our semifinals for the district coverage with tip-off at 5.30 on Wednesday. Tonight's game broadcast was being brought to you by... That would be Thumb Seiler, the talk of the thumb. DS Services of City, Kohler Propane, no gets you gas like Kohler's. North Star Bank, McKenzie Jewelers, Countryside Transportation, Moore Shoreline of Sleeping, Michigan High School Athletic Association, Tri-County Realty, Bayport State Bank, USA Schools, and Sure Health. Better health, better life, are you sure? On behalf of Mark Gainforth, in-game analysis, Steve Bone from afar, our other, other in-game analysis, I'm Clark Ramsey, producer and host of this broadcast. We hope you enjoyed tonight's two games between Banax and Harbor Beach and then Sandusky in USA as it was quite the matchups all the way through. And it is certainly in for a great first night of the district play. We'll be back on air on Wednesday as we will have our first game between Banax and Cass City followed by Lakers and Sandusky all trying to punch their ticket to the district final on Friday. Coverage starts at 4.30. Tip off at 5.30 for Bad Axe in Cass City. Until then, good night. This has been a presentation of the WLEW Sports Network, powered by Agri-Valley Services on Sports Radio 102.1 FM and live and worldwide at WLEWsports.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Just search for WLEW Sports. Your hardwood home for high school hoops is the WLEW Sports Network. <laughs> <laughs>